0: This is your wake up call. Wake the fuck up. The Breakfast Club. The show you love to hate. From the East to the West Coast. DJ Envy. Angela Yee. Charlamagne the God. The realest show on the planet. This is why I respect this show because this is a voice to society.
1: Changing the game. You guys are the, the coveted morning show, but y'all earned
2: it. Impacting the culture. They wake up in the morning and they, they want to hear that Breakfast Club. The world's most dangerous morning show.
1: We and the motherfucking. Yo, 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 yo,
0: yo, 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 yo. Good morning, Angelie. Good morning, DJ Oh, my goodness. What? Charlaman the God.
2: Peace to the planet. Guess what day it is. Guess what day it is.
0: Have you been uh drinking tea?
3: Yes. I drink tea every morning anyway.
0: I mean, the tea, the recipe that I gave you, have you been drinking that?
3: Oh, no, I haven't had a chance. Why
0: not? i tell you it works. The good doctors gave me that that remedy, and and it works.
3: Uh, The detox now, doctors. Absolutely. Well, the problem is that I've been traveling a lot. I got back um, from New Orleans on Monday nights, and then yesterday I had to run around and do a whole bunch of stuff because I I have to leave today to go to L.A.
0: But sometimes God tells you you just need to stop, sit, or just lay down and chill out. I would love to. (laughs) Then do it.
3: (laughs) Goodness I'm okay. All I right. don't sound better though. Just think about this. I couldn't even speak at all. I would try to talk and nothing. Yeah, that's been like seven happen. days
0: ago. That was like seven days.
3: That was on Friday. I
0: gave you a remedy. Take the remedy. The remedy works. I think okay. it's like something clothes, manuka honey, and something else and.
2: You can't prescribe somebody a remedy and say it's like something, something clothes and something, something. You got to tell them what's in it. I said exactly what was in it, and That's it
0: works. Problem. It worked overnight. I'm, you know, I'm not helping you no more. What up, Charlemagne? Peace to the planet. Damn. What's going on? Nothing much, man.
2: Listen, man, I'm a slacker. Uh, I've never felt like such a slacker in my life.
0: No, I thought you have been good. Every day I get here and I see that you beat me here, I'm proud. So you're not a slacker. The last about good oh, seven, 10 days. I don't give a damn about being on
2: time here. I'm talking about I still got my Christmas tree up.
0: Okay. Me too. My, my, my Christmas tree is still up. How about my lights on my no,
2: tree? No, no, no. No, all my lights are down. All no. the lights are off the tree. I just keep oh. forgetting to throw it out. Like, I literally keep forgetting that it's just sitting right there in the corner.
0: <laughs> my t- lights are still on on the Christmas tree. No, like, no. When you walk in my house, you still see the Christmas tree glowing. The only
2: light that's still on is the star at the top.
3: My kids like it. It's but- almost February.
2: It is almost February. <laughs> that's, like, that's what three. I'm saying. Like, yo, uh, all of us out there that still got our Christmas trees up, we need to be ashamed of our goddamn self. Right. At oh,
3: this point, you might as well leave it up until next year.
2: Nah, it's nasty. I got a real tree. So it's like, <laughs> it's, it's, it's disgusting. And I know when I when I pick it up, it's probably going to fall apart. Yep. My wife took everything else down, all the other Christmas decorations and everything down. My only job is to job. throw the tree out. And that tree is just still sitting there in that goddamn <laughs> you got corner. You one job. You can do that one job. I keep job. forgetting, man. I woke up this morning looking at it you like, God forget. damn, that's I forgot a big about ass you tree yesterday. I know, man. But it's you no know, one once it's once it's there and it's been there since I you, you know the top of December, yep. you just kind of forget about it. That's and it's like, now that the decorations are tough off. I looked at it this morning like, God damn it, I forgot to throw you out again. I'm gonna get your ass
0: today. I still got the ornaments on mine. Let me take the ornaments off today first, and then I'll get the tree out of Jesus here. Christ. I know, I know, I know. Well let's get the show cracking. Front page news, what are we talking about.
3: Well, the Supreme Court has ruled that Flint water lawsuits can move forward. So we'll give information on that also. Yesterday, let's talk about impeachment, and we'll talk about Hakeem Jeffries and his quote as he kicked off the impeachment hearing. Can you, can you do me a favor and go, ah Can you do that one time? You just did it.
0: Anyway. All right, Front Page News is next. Is The Breakfast Club. Come on. Gosh, too, er- crazy, too early man. for these dumbass
2: conversations <laughs> that I hear crazy. in The Breakfast Club studio. I'm hearing about guys getting pepper sprayed and...
0: Women getting scratched. It's too early for all of this, man. All right. Morning, everybody. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get into some front-page news. Now, congratulations to Derek Jeter. Yesterday, he was inducted—well, he will be inducted—into the Baseball Hall of Fame. Okay. Dropping the clues bonds for Derek Jeter? It was supposed to be unanimous, I think, but he only got 396 votes out of 397. So, one hater— Decided for him not to be unanimous. He's still going though.
2: Long before Derek Jeter was in the Baseball Hall of Fame, uh, here on the Breakfast Club, we put him in the whole Hall of Fame because he's legendary.
0: Remember we used to do that every Friday, the whole Hall of Fame? Yep,
2: and he used to give gift bags out to his... conquest They had a closet, right? They said of just gifts, those... gift, gift bag, man. Drop on the clues, brother Derek G, the legendary,
0: legendary with the stick. We just say allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's crazy. <laughs> what else we talk about you?
3: Well, let's talk about yesterday as the Senate was approving rules for the impeachment trial and of, of Donald Trump, of course, mm-hmm. and the House impeachment manager, Hakeem Jeffries. We know him up here. He's been on the Breakfast Club before. Mm-hmm. He's from Brooklyn. And he was laying out what we are actually witnessing and why there is an impeachment trial for Donald Trump. And as he laid out what was actually going on, here's what he said.
4: We are here, sir, because President Trump corruptly abused his power and then he tried to cover it up. And we are here, sir, to follow the facts, apply the law, be guided by the Constitution and present the truth to the American people. That is why we are here, Mr. Seculo. And if you don't know, now you know.
3: You know, he's always quoting Biggie because he's from Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm sure no one else in the room knew what was going on.
2: I'll tell you something, man. This is the most quietest impeachment uh, I, I've ever witnessed. I only witnessed one other one. That was in the 90s. But even when I was a kid, it seemed like that impeachment was making way more noise than this one is. It's like nobody gives a damn. Mm-hmm.
3: Well, right now, they have uh, set out the rules. And they said the president's team has three days to make their 24 hours of trial arguments. And House impeachment manager managers also have three days also. So... Initially, it was supposed to be two. Now it's three days. So we'll keep you guys updated. And
2: Trump is planning his next distraction. He don't give a damn about no god, not at all. <laughs> uh, whatever the hell you' talking about, he's try- trying to figure out something else to distract us.
3: All right. Now, the Supreme Court has allowed Flint water lawsuits to move forward. So they have cleared the way for that to happen. They can now sue the state and local government officials in Flint, Michigan. Mm -hmm. For years, they've been arguing that they're protected by qualified immunity from being sued for their role in the water contamination crisis. But now, uh, and as you know, lower courts have ruled to the contrary. Now the Supreme Court has said you can move forward with these suits. So it's time for the people of Flint to start feeling like they are going to get their day in court. And that entire process is now moving forward. Well,
2: question, do you need money to sue? Or will lawyers take these cases pro bono? Because you can't
0: sue if you don't have no money.
2: Anymore. I think they'll
3: end up getting paid, the lawyers, because people will yeah. get money and then you get a percentage. That's what I mean. That. So It'll the lawyers will do it pro bono. Yeah,
0: oh, yeah they'll okay. do a third where they take a third. But I, my whole thing is, is when they sue Michigan, right, mm. And they win because they will win because of the water. What happens from there? Do you bankrupt Michigan? Because they're going to take, there's so many people affected by it. So what happens after
2: that? I don't that? know. I feel like it's a hook in this whole situation, man. If mm-hmm. the government can keep these people tied up in courts forever, like I I would I would like to know who these lawyers are that are going to take these cases pro mm-hmm. bono. Because, like you said, it's going to be a lot. I,
3: and I can imagine, you know, there has to be some type of settlement.
0: Yeah, because even with
2: the that settlement,
3: I
0: mean, cause, I do you bankrupt Michigan? Because everybody's going to sue. Everybody's pretty much been affected who lives in their, in those areas. So what happens from there? Mm-hmm. Yeah,
3: I guess it could be something that is that happens over the course of a period of time too. Mm-hmm. Not like they have a big chunk of money
0: because then you sue and then and then what do they do? They stop the resources. They stop putting money into the schools. Do they stop you know helping with the paving of the, of the roads? Our, like what happens? Art
2: takes a very long time, and then it's one lump sum payment. One lump sum payment to a whole bunch of people, and it's like everybody get fifty dollars. Yeah, everybody get fifty
0: dollars. All
3: right. Well, that is your front page news.
0: All right. Get it off your chest. 800 585 1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. Maybe you had a bad night or bad morning, or maybe you feel blessed. 800 585 1051. Get it off your chest. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning.
2: The Breakfast Club.
1: It's your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So, you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on the Breakfast Club.
4: Hello, who's this? Yeah, this is Jeff from Charlotte. What's up, Envy? What's up, bro? Get 704, what's happening? Hey, Angela G, I hope you feel better, boo boo. Thank you're
3: you. Kind of I actually you're feel okay. To kind
4: of the last couple of days.
3: I feel okay, it's just my voice.
4: Hey, Envy, you can either holler at Noah, man. NO said you got the same hair plug as Toy Lane's. And Tiger, I don't know if there's any truth to that, but I heard him say it. It's all facts, but
0: not true. But go ahead.
4: This is for Charlemagne. Charlemagne, you from South Carolina, right? Yes, sir. I know for a fact your mother and grandmother did not raise you to use the Lord's name in vain as much as you do. Why you you mean? The need to do that? What you talking about? Well, you say goddamn every other word, bro. Well, goddamn. I say Jesus. I say I say
2: Jesus a lot too.
4: You know, you know what I've taught. You know what I've learned over my life. Anybody that curses that much, what there's either one or two things going on, ignorance or limited vocabulary, and I don't want to put you in either one of those categories. I
2: I don't believe that. I know some very intellectual people who curse like sailors. I'm just saying, when your day comes and you have to stand before
5: Jesus. I want you to give him the same excuse you're giving me on the phone right
2: now. Yeah, you know what? Jesus Dang. gonna say, man. Every time you saw some BS, every time you saw something devilish, you called my name. You saw some like, like, like this ignorant fool on the phone. You said, Jesus, God damn, somebody help this dumbass motherfucker on my line right now, telling me that saying God's name and is too much. Like, why do? We, why was wrong with saying God's name when you see some foolishness? That's what you both to call on when you see some Hello?
0: foolishness. Hello. <laughs> hey, what's going on? Charlamagne just got cursed out for saying cursing.
4: Oh, that ain't nothing new. <laughs> <laughs> What's that was a fact. Get it off uh, your chest, bro. I got, instead of the government burning the money at the end of the year, why don't they just go ahead and give that to Flint? But so uh, instead of
0: people getting their income tax return, don't give them income taxes. No, you said, he said burning, burning the money. Oh, burning the money. Yeah, because
4: that's all they're going to do is get rid of it. Next thing you know, we got new hundreds, new fives, whatever, whatever.
2: Well, I just heard that um uh Flint Michigan they have a, Flint has an insurance policy and Ben Crump is on the Flint Flint case I'm gonna try to get Ben to call in but they said it's some type of insurance policy They said it's very complex to explain via text so I'm gonna have uh, Ben call in hello who's this good morning guys oh, you crying no, no I just woke up oh okay well, all right no, I just want to stress some positivity good morning
3: y'all
4: good morning <sighs> uh, wait, 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 give me... <clears throat> uh, yeah. That's your girl? That's your
0: girl?
3: What's happening?
0: uh uh-uh. Nah, I was laying down. I was getting adjusted. <laughs> you by yourself?
3: Class, I'm like, yeah, I'm by myself. Are uh, you, you watching porn? I know, right? We hear a woman's voice. No, no no porn this morning. Good morning,
4: um... I ain't what do I
2: I'm right here, King. What's happening? This is weird. Did he say
4: where your mouth? <laughs> me. Hello. Uh, yo, I Who are you talking to? Who are you talking to, bro? What's wrong with you? <laughs> People on my phone. I can't y'all in peace. y'all. I would like to spread some positivity and let everybody I don't know, know what's going
3: on. <laughs> can y'all hear me? What? Okay. Hello. Yes, we can, Hello. You, yeah, we, we can hear you, fool. But you ain't saying nothing. <laughs> We have to go Good morning Good morning, <laughs> good morning. we appreciate you, King Goodness
2: gracious. Everybody just waking up <laughs> give, Let's give everybody some time Get, get it, it off your off. chest 800
0: 585 go. <laughs> If you need to vent, it is up now It's The Breakfast Club, good morning The Breakfast
1: Club Wake up, wake up Wake your ass This is your time to get it off your chest Whether you're mad or blessed We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club
0: Hello, who's this?
5: What's going on, What's up, bro? Get it off your chest. Yeah, man.
4: I wanna uh, say, man, we need to stop discouraging uh, our community from wanna be a rapper and wanna get into the two industries made the most black millionaires. Most, Nobody's discouraging. So not the
3: tech industry.
0: People are just encouraging people to do things outside of that.
2: Yeah, especially especially when getting into either one of those leagues and being successful is is, is the same rate as hitting the powerball lottery. Actually, powerball lottery is easier.
1: Uh, I'm just saying, like no other industry can have more black men than the industry, industry.
2: Okay, and yeah. we can't change we can't change that. Like the tech industry can't have that one day. Uh, medicine no, medicine good. can't have that. Entrepreneurship,
0: real I'll- estate.
4: I wish you' was that. I'm just telling you what it is. What do you do, bro? Uh, I'm a truck
0: driver I rap. Okay, you're
3: right. Let's hear something. Let me see if you're going to be the next millionaire. Okay, let me hear something.
2: Man, you better blow that goddamn horn on that truck and, and figure out how to get more trucks. Because the rap mm-hmm. ain't going to... That's right.
3: Now let's hear it. <laughs> them,
2: them raps ain't going right, to cut um,
3: it. I'm
4: uh, a product of the late 80s, but I've been through a lot from the city where the b bends in the block. Got to make it out when the door opportunity closed, I just believe I'm picking a lot, but it's safe for the cops. It's about to be emergency and everything and every beat that I got. Thinking I'm not. Y'all got me twisted like a beautician and my lock. It's the real
2: me. Yeah. All right, let me tell you something. It's levels to being good, right? Let me tell you what kind of good you are. If I was riding with you in your truck and we was on, like, a long, you know, trip and we was mm-hmm. bored, mm-hmm. like, yo, kick one of them freestyles for me, man. It would keep me up. But that's about as good as it gets for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's nothing else after that. There's no hit single. There's no performing at the Grammys later in life. Like, you there's no. don't
4: need no... a hit single to uh, be popping in the rap industry these days. Oh my God!
2: All right, that's, that's what
0: you tell yourself. And yeah, we're not gonna discourage yeah, you to rap, but we're just gonna tell you it's not. It's, it shouldn't be your profession. What's your rap name? Right, What's your
1: rap hey, name? Man, Gary and Punchline
0: Thomas. What? G- Gary and Punchline
2: Thomas. Man, you funny. You should be a comedian. I
3: stutter. I can't. Okay.
2: Okay, have right. a nice day, Gary. Punchline, right, Thomas. Have a good one, bro. Keep on trucking.
3: Respect the What's truck up? driver.
0: My goodness.
3: Hello, who's this?
4: Hey, it's Marty.
0: Marty, what up? Get it off your chest, bro. Yeah,
4: man, I just want to get uh, gun violence off the streets, man. I had a homeboy of mine, uh, one booker. He was my business partner as well. He got shot and killed about oh. a week or so ago. And it's just crazy that someone would take his life. He's, uh, he was only 32 when it happened. And I just find it crazy that people still using guns out here. Just
3: kill people. Well, I'm sorry to hear that, and our condolences uh, to your friends' family and to you for the pain you're going through right now.
4: Yes, ma'am. I appreciate
3: it. I listen to y'all all the time, and I just want to say
1: keep doing what y'all are doing. Okay, Thank you, brother. King. Thank you, man. Hello, who's this? Yo, it was Icon calling from the 414 Northside of Milwaukee, home
2: with a big, great Bucks. All hey, right. I was, I was uh, watching something about Milwaukee Bucks last night, man, and how, um you know, if, if they, what they, Brian Windhorst said, if they don't. If they don't keep uh, the Greek freak, the Supermax is a bust. Supermax don't work. Listen,
1: we, we we don't need we don't need big Greek. No, that's a lie. We really need it.
0: What?
2: Okay, bro, I'm bro, about to say you bugging bro, right you're now. You just
0: talking to hear yourself. What's up though? Get it off yeah. your chest, man.
1: Hey, shut up, man. Check this out, though. <clears throat> I I, it's, I I didn't get a chance to get through with you on on the, on the Breakfast Club moments, but this is one moment. You know, I rock with you real hard. This is one moment, I wish you really really went really hard on. When Master P was up there. The first time Master P was up there. And he said a comment about Mercedes, about Mercedes. And you said something about Mercedes. You called her what you said, you said something about like not, like a prostitute or something like that. No, what? I said like, I said I, mean? said
2: I said I said I said her poom poom was fat. That was like six years ago.
1: All right. right. okay, so my right. So anyway, Master P went in on you about disrespecting her and this and that and this and that. My problem is you fell back on that and I'm apologized, whatever, but you should have went hard because you was right. First of all, Master P had her on a on the album cover bent over I am not mistaken, on the on the Mercedes was some
2: little short song. Yeah, all, but that, that 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 album cover was in the nineties, you know what I'm saying? You don't know how right. you don't know how their relationship has progressed and developed now. Like he said, she's a mother now. Like I ain't mad at him. I I can't be mad at a man for telling me like, you know, fall back off his
1: people. Like, no, that's good now. I say now, but back then we're just speaking on back then, on what you saw back then. And the way he marketed. her, yeah, he had her bent over with some little short song on the Mercedes. So that's the case, that you really felt like that back then. I'm not saying I was there. This is now, but you was right this edit, for this minute because you were speaking on. Well, I see what you saying you saying at
2: the time. That's how I, when, when I was young, that's what I saw. Right,
1: and that's what you you're speaking on it. But you know, I, I understand what people was saying. Like you know, she's a mother now. But you were just speaking on the moment. All right. Time, you know what I'm saying? Well, thank
2: well I'm you, glad bro. that you uh, appreciate the Breakfast Club catalog. That's okay? been on his mind for six years, that's, that's, bro. That's about a six-year interview right
0: there. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up at any time. Naive, we got rooms on the way?
3: Man, this broke my heart yesterday watching Delonte West and that video footage that was circulating about him. You guys saw him as he's homeless on the street, getting into a fight, getting beat up. Well, now we'll tell you what happened to the person who actually filmed that.
0: All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Listen
5: up.
3: It's just in.
0: All the gossip. gossip. The rumor report.
5: With Angel- Angela Yee.
3: It's The Rumor Report. The
1: Breakfast Club.
3: Well, you know, the Grammys are on this Sunday, and Alicia Keys will be hosting, right? Well, she also has a new album on the way. It's just called Alicia, the album, and it's coming out March 20th. So she posted that on Instagram. She also has a world tour. That world tour is starting on June 5th in Dublin, Ireland, and it will be ending uh at this point September 22nd in Miami so if you're a huge Alicia Keys fan make sure you watch her at the Grammys mm-hmm. and then get ready for her new album followed by the tour
2: Sasha Katie is somewhere doing backflips <laughs> right now salute to our homie Sasha Katie she's mm-hmm. <laughs> Alicia Keys fan i know Yeah, she was our old producer yeah, yeah she posters loves Alicia, Alicia Keys, Keys absolutely
3: all right Delante West now this was hard to watch but uh, former NBA player Delonte West was in D.C. And apparently he had gotten into a fight. Now, the video footage we, sh- we saw was of him getting his head stomped on in the streets of D.C. And we didn't know the backstory at first. And then there was video footage of him being questioned.
1: Why'd you hit him? Did he attack you first from the
4: South Defense or did you hit him? Man, I walked down the street. They man approached me with an eye but with a gun. The virgin, where's his gun at? I don't give a f-. Junk jam. I'm the leader of the bunch, goddamn name seals. I'm one president Trump. I'm
3: the real president. All right. Now, mm-hmm. according to witnesses, they did say that Delante West was the person who did at first attack uh, the man that was beating him in the middle of the road with a glass bottle. So mm-hmm. that was his response. Uh, he was beating him up, stomping on his head, and all of that. A lot of people were on social media making jokes about it, but other NBA players and his former coach and other people are saying that this actually needs to be something that gets addressed. Um, some people are saying they are, have reached out to his family to try to help and get him the professional help that he does need. He's been having a lot of issues. This isn't the first incident that we've seen of Delante West where it looks like something is not quite right with him. His former agent, Aaron Goodwin, did confirm that it was him. He said he's currently recovering from the attack with family members, but he desperately needs medical attention. He does have a support system around him, but his close friends and family members need more help to keep him safe and out of trouble. Yeah,
2: this is the reason I'm so big on mental health and uh, getting people to invest in their mental wealth. Because when things are not right in your mind, it doesn't matter who you are, what your background is, how much money you have, how much money you had. When you lose that brain... You lose it. And it can happen to anyone. I promise you, one of the reasons I started going to therapy and really practicing mindfulness is because I just did not want to go in a very bad place. Okay, I've watched it. I've seen people that were perfectly fine go nuts, and I, I did not want that to happen to me. And that brother, Delonte West, probably always had bipolar schizophrenia, but he's probably never gotten treatment for it, and that's why he's at the point he is now. I hope he gets the help he needs. Now, there's
3: a police officer who is suspected of leaking that video, so that's how everyone saw it, and that police officer has been suspended.
2: What kind of whole-ass police officer are you to leak a video? Aren't you you supposed to be intervening and helping a situation? Supposed to be. Who are you leaking a video to? Did he get
3: paid for that? Well, it showed him being questioned while shirtless and handcuffed. That's the video, one of the two videos that was circulating.
2: You can't be a, a, a police officer worrying about your likes on the gram. Oh, all likes right.
3: on Facebook. Ozzy Osbourne has revealed that he does have Parkinson's disease. He's been diagnosed. And he did an interview with Good Morning America with Robin Roberts alongside his wife-slash-manager Sharon Osbourne. And here's what he said. I did my last show, New Year's Eve, and I had a bad fall. I had to have surgery on my neck,
1: which screwed all my nerves in. And I found out that I have uh,
5: It's Parkin-2, which is a form of Parkinson's. It's not a death sentence by any stretch of the imagination, but it does affect
3: certain nerves in your body. And it's it's like you have a good day, a good day, and then a really bad day. I he know- was actually diagnosed last February.
2: Oh, I thought he was diagnosed years ago.
3: Yeah, no, his illness was made public just yesterday, but he was diagnosed last February. And he just said he was running out of excuses for why he couldn't do certain things. So he didn't want to have to hide that from people anymore.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: All right. I'm Angela Yee. And that is your rumor report.
0: All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Now, we got front page news coming up. What are we talking about?
3: Yes, let's talk about the Grammy CEO. You know, the Grammys uh, is coming up. And she was just placed on administrative leave less than a week ago. Well, now she is filing a complaint against the organization and we will tell you why.
0: All right. We'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front-page news. Let's start off with congratulations to Derek Jeter. Uh, yesterday, it seems like he got enough votes to make it into the Hall of Fame, Baseball Hall of Fame, so congratulations to Derek
2: Jeter. That's right. And long before he made it into the Baseball Hall of Fame, he made it into the Breakfast Club's whole Hall of Fame because his stories of conquest were legendary. He mm-hmm. would give women gift bags. That's parting gifts, man. Mm-hmm. Dropping a clues bonds for Derek Jeter. He's good with the wood. That's why he's in the Baseball
0: Hall of Fame and the whole Hall of Fame back then. <laughs> oh yeah, what else we start, what else we talking
2: well,
3: about? Well, the CEO of the Grammys has filed a sexual harassment complaint against the Recording Academy. Deborah Dugan filed the complaint just this week, just right before the Grammys actually come on this weekend on Sunday. And she was, the appointed, she was appointed the first female president and CEO of the Academy just six months ago. So they did confirm this news via Twitter from her legal team. And what she has said, according to the complaint, is that she was sexually harassed by the Academy's general counsel, Joel Katz, who allegedly tried to kiss her during a dinner, as well as repeatedly referred to her as baby. She also says that her predecessor allegedly raped a female recording artist, which was, upon information and belief, the real reason his contract was not renewed. That was Neil Portnow that was the former CEO. She says she was urged to rehire him as a consultant with a $750,000 annual salary. She also said that she was paid much less than Neil Portnow was and also his predecessor, Michael Green. So that is her complaint Mm -hmm. that she's filing against the Recording Academy. All right, now Hillary Clinton has clarified that she will indeed support Bernie Sanders if he is a Democratic nominee. This is all after all this drama happened. There is an upcoming documentary where she says that uh, people don't like Bernie Sanders. And she said nobody likes him. They asked her from the Hollywood Reporter if he gets a nomination, will you endorse and campaign for him? And she had responded, I'm not going to go there yet we're still in a very vigorous primary season. Well, Bernie Sanders responded and said this. On a
4: good day, my wife likes me, so let's let's clear the air on that one. And right now, (laughs) what my focus is on outside of the impeachment trial is doing everything I can to defeat the most dangerous president in modern American history, that is Donald Trump. And that's really about all that. Why do you think the secretary is still talking about
6: 2016?
4: That is a good question. Ask him.
2: Listen, Democrats got to stop slapping each other and then hugging it out, all right? It's too much infighting amongst the Democrats. Y'all distracting people from the impeachment proceedings with this petty nonsense. And the reason uh, Senator Hillary Clinton is still talking about the—not Senator, Secretary Hillary Clinton is still talking about the 2016 election is because she lost. And she probably feels like she got robbed. And the fact she was probably the most qualified presidential candidate ever, and she lost to the executive producer of Celebrity Apprentice, that hurts.
3: Well, and That's she's traumatic. upset, I think, in particular with Bernie Sanders because— he didn't drop out as people wanted him to do when she was about to be the nominee, and he didn't campaign for her or endorse her until uh, pretty late. Hey, so she's always had an issue with him because of that.
2: And I just want everybody to know today is National Hot Sauce Day. That is a fact. Oh, that is a okay? fact. It's a great moment to flash back to when Hillary had hot sauce in her bag, right? Yep. What's you something
3: heard? that you always carry with you? Hot just- sauce. Really? You- yeah. Yeah, hot sauce.
7: Really? Yes, Now
2: listen, yes. I want you to know, people are going to see this and say, okay, she's pandering her the black people. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs>
7: Is it working? Yeah,
2: it didn't work too well. Nah, not at all. National Hot Sauce Day. Sorry. Salute to everybody out there who likes hot sauce. Who comes up with these days? I don't know. Anybody? Oh. And it's National Polka Dot Day. And National Celebration of Life Day, which should be every day that you're alive, in case you care.
0: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that is your front page news. Now, let's open up the phone lines. 800 585 121051 Are we, we going to talk about this violence that we've been talking about all morning? Yes. Now. Okay. I was looking at Hollywood Unlocked, and uh, one of the captions was, Woman charged for tasing husband Okay. after catching him at a club with his girlfriend.
2: Yes, and then our uh, producer. Can
0: we call her in here? Can somebody go uh, get Taylor?
2: Miss Taylor, a.k.a. Philly's own hate property.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> you know, her all the hate she got in her heart.
0: Yes, we were talking about a story. Here's
2: Taylor. Hey, Taylor. Come, Taylor. come confess to your crimes on live radio, we Taylor. We were
0: talking about this woman that was charged for tasing her husband after catching him at a club with his girlfriend. Philly's own. She at own. least
3: waited until he left the club to do that.
0: Well, she probably... Got there. He was walking out. Philly's
2: most. And they warning. said
3: she was waiting outside. Oh my! Goodness. I know you got a
0: warrant out for your arrest, probably
2: First for this of all, crime.
3: This in his home. It's like an episode of Cheaters.
0: So now one of our producers, Taylor, as we were talking about the story, she was like, "I did something like this before." What did you do, Taylor? Into
6: the um, mic. I pepper sprayed my boyfriend at the time when I found
5: out he
2: cheated. <clears throat> he cheated. Yeah. And you pepper sprayed him mm-hmm. in the face. Yeah. Paying
0: Come him on. back. No problem with it either. Wow. Wow. All right. So, you know, maybe it's a thing. I don't know. Let's open up the phone lines. What's the most
2: violent thing you ever did to your boyfriend? (laughs) We're not not condoning violence. Not We're not advocating violence. Not at all. What is the most violent thing you've ever done to your boyfriend? I'm hearing tasing. I'm hearing pepper spraying. Yeah, this is crazy. Jesus
0: Christ. I do have a friend that actually ran her boyfriend over.
3: I know who you're talking about with her car. And she she, went to jail. Really? Yeah. Yeah, me.
0: Did he die?
2: Hey, no. All right, no. Yeah, all right, then. Now listen, let's talk about it. <laughs> What's the most violent thing you ever did
0: to your uh, significant other, boyfriend, though? She, I think she did like eight months, man. She ran him over. He cheated, and she, she ran him over. That's I, right, ladies. I think she got in trouble because not only did she go forward, but then
2: she backed up. Wow. I want to hear about all these domestic <laughs> violence stories from women to men. Wow. Okay? Goodness gracious. Let's crazy. hear about him. Steve said, that she's single? I think she is, Steve. You want to? I'll
0: set you up. And 800- I'm letting you know
2: I'm taking names and addresses because I'm <laughs> putting cases on all
0: you, mother. Okay? 800. 800- <laughs> Starting with Taylor. 585 1051. Call us is. up right now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's topic time. Yeah, yeah. The phone, baby. Call 800
4: 585
1: 1051 to join into the discussion with the Breakfast Club. Talk about it.
0: Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we're talking about something i seen on Hollywood Unlocked about a young woman who uh, tased her husband. He, she caught him cheating, and she tased him.
2: So basically, what we're asking is, what's the most violent thing you ever did to your man? Because uh, our producer, Taylor, from Philly, who I call Hate Property... She told us a story about how she pepper sprayed her boyfriend that when she true. caught him cheating. That's right. And you told me a story about some
0: woman who ran somebody over and kept running them over. Yeah, she is. Yeah, she, yeah, she's a friend. She ran him over, and then I think she got locked up. Because she, she definitely did. She put him in reverse. <laughs> she put the car in reverse and ran him over again. She, she should she never, be locked
2: she, up. She. Every single one of these women <clears throat> committing violent acts against men should be locked up. For the
3: record, I've never put my hands on a man. I've never done anything violent, never pepper sprayed anybody. I think the worst thing you can do to somebody when they do you wrong is... Not effort them no more.
2: I'm going to tell my wife that. She definitely put hands on me. Okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, I never had a
3: Because I don't want nobody to put their hands on me. So. My
2: wife definitely put her hands on me back in the day. Hello, who's this? Yo, this is
0: Anonymous. Oh, Anonymous. Why you got to be anonymous over the radio?
2: This must be good. I feel bad about
4: it now, but I guess you
0: could say it's good. Well, take us a Bluetooth and tell us the story. Come on. And this better
2: be a story about you getting beat up because I don't think you heard the question if you're telling us the other way around.
1: So the, pretty much the best way I got back at someone I was dating, at that cheated with me,
5: I found out because my friend on Jack saw his profile. So The way I got him back was he's HIV positive. So I told him to go ahead, hit him up, and do his thing with him more. And oh, my God. You, you know, you you should go to jail
0: for that one. Bro. Yeah, y'all
3: just went wow, too that far. that I'm terrible. telling you. What's your name?
2: No, you ain't getting My name is Anonymous.
0: Well, no, we got your call ID, bruh, bruh. So you set up your boyfriend with somebody who has, who has HIV I be positive? Uh, this was like... Doesn't matter I what do it was. Know. That's what you did. Yeah.
2: I don't want to play no more. Yeah, I knew this good. game was not going <laughs> to be good, but I don't even want to play no more. First call, I think I'm done. First call, I'm out of this one. I'm tapping out of this one. I'm cool. You know what i I don't saying? even know what to
3: say about that.
2: But I just wanted to hear from women, you know what I mean, telling us about the most violent thing that they've ever done to their significant other. And here come gay man. All right, taking all air out the room. All right, well, let me try something else. Hello, who's this?
5: This is Sean from Kentucky.
2: Sean, good morning. Ooh, you sound violent.
5: Damn, <laughs> do,
0: Sean, what, what did you do
5: uh, when you well, caught your... A... But I wanted to uh, comment on the domestic violence situation. This
0: is not a uh, domestic
5: it is, violence it is. This is it, domestic it violence. It if is these, domestic if violence. If these women are assaulting these men, this is domestic violence. told me
3: that uh, she wished my mama should have died of cancer and I threw gasoline on her.
2: You threw gasoline on who? This
3: is is going too loud. My for me Your girlfriend? Yeah, my ex girlfriend.
2: What the hell going on in the LGBTQ community? <laughs> Jesus <gracious>. Christ! <laughs> we we just had a good old fashioned tasing and some pepper spray and some 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 running over at a car. Y'all jumped out the window. The first two calls LGBTQ community. Jesus Goodness Christ! Gracious. All right, eight
0: hundred five eight five one zero five one. I was, I was hoping that somebody would just be like, I just left and never talked to him again. This no, we got We asked
2: ask the question the most. Well, you know what we did? At, we get what we asked for. You're right. We just, asked what's the most violent thing that, you know, as a woman, you've done to your man when you caught him cheating. By the way, none of these two. Well, I guess the first guy got caught cheating on. No.
0: All right, it's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. I
5: know
0: it i i That
4: Call me. Add your opinion to the Breakfast Club top. Come on.
1: 800-585-1051.
0: Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, we were asking, we seen a, a article on Hollywood Unlocked. You seen it. Yeah, I seen it <laughs> about a woman who tased her husband after catching him cheating.
2: Yes, and that, then, uh, uh Our
0: producer said that she pill. has... Uh, pepper sprayed her boyfriend when she caught him cheating. And then you told us a story about a woman who ran somebody over with a car. Yeah, she ran her boyfriend over and then she reversed over him. And, and for the record, I said I've
3: never done anything like that. The most I've ever done is just leave a situation alone and that's hurt somebody more than anything physical.
2: So we're trying to see what's the most violent thing a woman has ever done to a man. Hello, who's this? We've gotten some
0: wild Hello. ones thus far. What's your name?
6: Hello,
0: my name is Kavanaka. Hey, Kavanaka, can you... Take us off Bluetooth for speaker. I hear some, a lot of noise in the back.
2: Kavonica okay, sounds like a a, a a cheap liquor that <laughs> some DJ is getting paid to yes, promote. Yes, can you hear me? <laughs> yes, Kavonica. Kavonica vodka? vodka. What did you do K-monica, to your like man?
6: like
2: Veronica. Oh, Kavonica oh, Vodka. It's
6: Kavonica,
2: yes. Oh, Kavonica. Like a
6: curvy Veronica. R-O-N-I-C-A.
0: Okay. How are you, Kavonica? What's the craziest thing that you've done to your boyfriend when you caught him cheating?
6: Okay, the craziest thing I've done is nothing because that feels unkindly. kindly. Okay, all the throwing the clothes out, burning and all that. My brothers ain't got that done. You know, I have multiple sclerosis, so I'm unable to do certain things when I get upset. I'm 32 years old, and mess.
2: Now I got to see your uh, Instagram or your Facebook. I got to see how you look because
6: I don't have me neither, or because I don't deal with the Instagram and stuff like that. I'm able, to, I'm unable to see certain things. But when I do get upset, you know, I just come on
5: kindly. I don't do okay. nothing. So how you, you stun? Know.
2: How you stun on your boyfriend? Or how you let him know you are still looking good out here? You know what I'm saying? Making him miss what he what he used to have? Well, you know I'm I'm
5: popular, so people you know people will <laughs> let him know by mouth.
3: There by you mouth, go. You know okay. You ain't gonna see
6: me.
0: All right, Gail. Yes. What's the craziest thing you did to your boyfriend when you caught him cheating?
6: <sighs> well, I was waiting for him like about four hours. He said he was going home to sleep. So when he got home, I was outside the building. There was a bunch of guys standing outside the building. So when he pulled up, I started to say something to him, and he got mad. So I pulled him through the car window and dropped him on his head in front of everybody. They started laughing at him.
2: You pulled him through the car window, What you drove in off? the
5: car
6: window. No, he was sitting in the car. Oh, so you pulled him out the car. Yes, I did, and dropped him on his head in front of all the guys on the block. How strong are you? Are you? <laughs> <laughs> well, he was like five, five, six, and I'm five, six, so... And he was kind of tiny at the
0: time, like Clarissa Shields. Well, what I'm tell you What do you do for a living? I'm <laughs> right looking for now, security. I'm looking for extra I security.
6: Would, <laughs> I would do that, but I don't do security. I work in a medical field.
2: I'm what? gonna tell you something on a scale of uh, one to Lorraine or Bobbitt of the level of crazy things I've heard this morning. Yeah. You are only about a three. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, That's too crazy. Pretty normal. All right, let's go. Let's go yeah, to.
2: Pretty
7: normal.
0: Let's go to one more. Hello, who's
5: this? How you doing, man? We gonna go with anonymous.
7: Okay. Oh, boy.
0: Anonymous, what happened to you, bro? Uh, it
5: didn't actually happened to me. It happened to my, my man L. Boogie. So uh, you, ask
2: you, ask so you, so you, so you anonymous, you remain anonymous. Put your man, you put your man nickname out there. <laughs> Go ahead. Where you from, Anonymous? I'm,
1: I'm gonna give you from Brooklyn, from Brooklyn. No bro. doubt, L.
2: Boogie from Brooklyn. Good Without morning. El What's Boogie? happening?
1: <laughs> nah. Okay. So listen, man, ex girlfriend <clears throat> and her
4: friends came, jumped them, chased them over a text message. He, he said he told her something
1: she didn't like about her and her mothering skills. So they ran down on him and, you know, shocked him. Only shocked him with what? A taser. A taser, yeah, they chased him, man. They jumped Jeez. him, they chased him, and he actually he didn't uh, he didn't press charges, but he told a father though.
3: So did they stay together?
1: Nah, they didn't stay together. They didn't work out. It didn't work out. After uh, you chase somebody, it's pretty much over after that.
0: Goodness gracious. All right, bro, thank you. What's the moral of the story, guys? I don't know the more story. I'm just
2: sitting there thinking about how violent uh, women have been over the years. I remember being in Columbia, South Carolina one time, and uh, Wax was dealing with this young lady who used to work at this bar called 360, and she was working the bar, mm-hmm. but uh, he was in there talking to other women, so I went to the bar, and I told her, I said, look at him. Just in here playing, you talking to these, all of these other girls, see? yada, 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 and she said, you know what, you right. And so I saw her coming from behind the bar, so what I did is I went outside, and I sat in the <laughs> car, right, because I knew what was about to happen. Next thing I know, I see Wax come running out the ball getting chased by like three women, and I locked the door, boy, they jumped on his ass outside that car. <laughs>
0: You're not a good friend. Well, man. listen.
2: The moral friend. of the
3: story for me is don't go to jail over no no good man. Just think before you act and do anything, because the last thing you want is to be cheated on, to be upset, to be mad at your man, and be in jail.
2: That is true. And, and my moral of the story is the LGBTQ community need to have a meeting, because them first two stories that they called in with was wild.
0: Goodness, girl. All, cool. right. <laughs> All right. Now, let's, let's, let's get serious now. We, oh, we weren't serious just now? <laughs> no, we weren't serious. <clears throat> oh. When we, call, when we come back, we're going to have uh, Attorney Benjamin Crump on the phone.
2: Attorney Benjamin Crump, you know, uh, Supreme Court is allowing Flint Water lawsuits to move forward. Uh, Attorney Ben Crump is one of the attorneys on those cases. So. Yes,
3: he's representing a couple thousand people.
0: Yep, so he'll fill us in on what's going on in Flint, Michigan. Yep, we'll talk to him when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. You know, Morning, everybody. It's DJ
3: Envy, Angela
0: Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, Earlier this morning, we were talking about what's going on in Flint, Flint. on the front page so You want to give them a brief rundown, Ye? Well, Basically, the Supreme Court is allowing uh, Flint, Michigan residents to sue the government over the water crisis.
2: A
3: class action lawsuit.
0: Right. So we were asking, what happens? Do people sue? Do you bankrupt <clears throat> Flint? How do they make money? And we have somebody on the line. Who's on the line, Charlamagne? My
2: man, attorney Ben Crump. He is actually handling the Flint, Michigan case. He's been out there fighting for Flint for a while. Good brother, Ben. What's happening? Good
4: morning, brother. Hey, how y'all doing, brothers? Angie? We
2: we just sitting here. We was talking about it this morning. We know the Supreme Court is allowing Flint water lawsuits to move forward. Uh, you're the attorney on the case, right?
4: I'm one of the attorneys. I, my law firm represents a couple of thousand Flint citizens. And this is a huge decision, Charlemagne, by the U.S. Supreme Court, because they could have easily ruled the other way. But with this decision allowing the 14th Amendment Uh, guarantee to due process for the citizens of Flint, which, as we talked about when I came on the show, is a majority-minority community. Mm -hmm. It allowed us to have legal redress for these crimes that they committed against our citizens, because this was a crime. Let's don't ever let them forget about Flint, where they intentionally, I believe, uh, switched to the Flint water, which they knew... The river was corroded and contained all kind of toxins, and this led to lead poisoning of our children. The problem with uh, lead poisoning, it's not so bad for adults, uh, Charlemagne and Angie and Envy, but your know, children, right? it's right. brain development. And so they are building high schools now because they understand in the next 10 to 15 years, there's gonna be a large percentage of young people who are mentally retarded, who have uh, attention deficit disorders, and it's directly as a result of lead poisoning. That's why when your children, if you see a child licking on the windowsill, you immediately take them to the hospital. And that's just from one or two times catching them licking on lead poisoning, because the scientists and the doctors know how uh, dangerous that is. Can you imagine for two years, People bathing, right. drinking, cooking with corroded water that was poisoning their children, right. and what impact it's going to have. So this decision is huge. I we still have about forty thousand people who are unrepresented, and unfortunately, a lot of them are our people because we are so distrustful of the system, and that's why I've been to Flint uh, over the last three years about 20 times arguing that you are we can't be left out because it's going to have an effect on your children you might not see it today but the science tells us that it's going to impact their brain development and so what you don't see today you will see it in 10 15 years and we know when black people have mental issues they don't treat them like mental issues they that's treat right. them like criminal issues. absolutely and that's you know, that's why we're fighting so well, hard out here. Well, there, Attorney
2: Crump, uh, I heard that Flint, Michigan has an insurance policy because I was wondering, you know, how these people are going to get paid, you know,
0: how much will they get paid, but I'm hearing that they have an insurance policy on Flint. Or do, or do they bankrupt the city? How does that
4: work? Good question. Absolutely. They have monies and insurance set aside between the state and the city and the federal components uh, who were supplying this water. And you got to remember, this was the emergency manager's who made this decision, the state of Michigan, who are uh, never going to go bankrupt. They got billions of dollars. Okay. And just remember this y'all, we got to fight that they respect black lives because if this would have happened in a more affluent community, like a suburb community or Beverly Hills or any affluent community, they would be talking about billions of dollars. We're still dealing with hundreds of millions of dollars, but it would be billions of dollars if these were little white children that were going to be mentally retarded. And nobody went to jail, Charlemagne. And as we talked about with my book, Legalized Genocide, they poisoned the community. And nobody went to jail. And remember, every time they locked us up for mm-hmm. selling marijuana or crack and so forth, what did the judge and the prosecutors say? They said it was because we had to send a message. We had to be tough on crime because they were poisoning the community. Now we come to Flint, Michigan, where a whole community was poisoned and not one
3: damn person
4: went to jail. Mm.
3: And people knew about it for quite some time. Is this a
4: case
2: where the lawyer is going to get rich, but the residents going to end up with just $40? I
4: promise you that won't happen with any of my clients. And uh, man, my clients will come on and talk to the Breakfast Club about it because I do think it's going to be a very important settlement because we got to look out not just for individuals, we got to look out for the whole community. We got to make sure they have special teachers who can deal with these young people who are going to be mentally retarded. And remember this, Charlemagne. New, New Jersey has a, a Flint yep. water crisis issue. Yes, sir. Sure Maryland has a Flint water crisis issue. And Louisiana and California, there's a Flint in every state right. and poor, brown, and black communities that we can never let them sweep under the rug or marginalize. And so I'm going to keep yelling uh, with every influence I have, never forget about Flint because this could be your child, too. Absolutely. Let's set an
0: example in Flint. Thank you for calling, Attorney Crump. That's right. And let us know if you need anything from us, man. We're here for you.
3: Yeah, love to have you back up.
4: Appreciate
0: y'all. All right, All right my brother. I y'all for
4: getting the word out. Thank y'all. Yes, Thank sir. you.
0: That was Attorney Benjamin Crump. Now, when we come back, we got Rumor G. What are we talking about?
3: Yes, we are going to be talking about Oprah and why she decided to step away from Russell Simmons and that documentary.
0: All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. This The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Oh, Amen. Ah, what are we doing? Oh, morning, everybody! It's hey. DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne, the guy we are the Breakfast Club. Good morning! Mm-hmm. Let's get to these rumors. Let's talk Nipsey Hustle.
1: This is the rumor report with Angela Yee has it. Woman, woman. on the Breakfast Club. So
0: listen up. Nah, nah,
3: nah. We'll get ready for the Grammys because there will be a tribute performance, and that's for Nipsey Hustle. And so far, what we know is that will feature Meek Mill, YG, Roddy Ricch, DJ Khaled, Kirk Franklin, John Legend, and more. So make sure you all tune in for that. Can't wait to see it. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, Oprah, we know she's decided to step away from that Russell Simmons documentary, but she wants to make it very clear that that does not mean that it's a victory for Russell Simmons. She was on CBS this morning, and here's what she had to say about pulling out of that documentary.
7: It was a hard decision because I knew that Russell Simmons had started publicly pressuring me Mm -hmm. and that me pulling out of the documentary was going to look like I was being pressured. And so uh, before the public pressure had started, before Russell had gone with his Instagram, I had gone to the the filmmakers and I had said to them, I think we need to pull out of Sundance. And if we can't pull out of Sundance, I'm going to have to take my name off. You said pull right. out of Sundance so we can get it right. Yeah. and I think there's some inconsistencies in the stories that we need so, to so look at.
2: I, I said that yesterday, though. Russell Simmons can't pressure Oprah. Mm-hmm. Like, 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 first of all, explaining your side of the story and you know asking Oprah not to run with what you think is lies is not pressuring her. But furthermore, Oprah Winfrey is one of the most powerful figures in the country. Russell can't pressure Oprah. Oprah reduced him to a noun.
3: And, you know, a lot of people were going in on Oprah, though. And here's what she had to say about uh, some of the changes.
7: I believe that the women's voices deserve to be heard. And as an executive producer, I also was in a position where I thought some things were not right. I wanted the context of the story to be broadened. I wanted more women brought into the story. So I was asking for changes. And let let me just say this. I've been an executive producer since the beginning of the Oprah show. And there were many times when, you know, people are saying, what's the timeline? Until the thing is on the screen, you have the right to change your mind and make changes.
0: I, it sounds like to me, and this is just maybe to me, that she knew that if she put this out and it wasn't right, she was going to get tons of lawsuits, so she just wants to make uh, it right.
2: That's that's how you should be. You yeah, shouldn't measure twice to, me. to cut once. <laughs> that's what but it she wants like. to
3: be clear that it's not that she doesn't believe these the women, yeah, and it's not that she is now saying, okay, this is my support of Russell Simmons. Right. Here's more of Oprah on CBS this morning.
7: Some people have perceived this as a victory for Russell. No. Uh, and, And Russell... This is not a victory for Russell, and I unequivocally say that I did not pull out because of Russell. I cannot be silenced... Uh, by a Russell Simmons after all I've been through. But Oprah, it struck me as odd that someone would accuse you of not standing up for women and black women in particular. I know. it's ridic- To me, that is ridiculous and also ridiculous to think that I could be intimidated by Russell Simmons.
2: Oprah reduced him to a noun. She said, a Russell Simmons. You think I could be pressured by a Russell Simmons? Does and, that sound like a person who's afraid of being pressured? Stop it, man. And Oprah's
3: also clear. She said, I've lived me too since I was nine. And I was raped at 9, sexually assaulted from 9 to 14, and then mm-hmm. raped again at 14. So she said, nothing is harder than standing up for yourself when you're 14 and not being believed. And I was not believed by my own family. So I stand in support of these women. I believe them.
2: She did say it was. Uh, she did see a lot of inconsistencies in, in one of their stories, though, which she wanted filled in. She right, and she that. wanted
3: more women to come mm-hmm. and be brought into the story also, and she wanted to make sure that she got it right. So I can understand wanting to have as much research as possible, as many voices as possible, Uh, for your story. I wonder if there's
2: anything deeper with Oprah and Russell, though, because I was thinking about this last night. Remember when Oprah uh, backed President Obama back in the day, and it's like all the prominent black people fell in line? One of the prominent black people who didn't fall in line was Russell Simmons because he was backing Hillary Clinton. Mm -hmm. I wonder wonder if they have a little tension because of that. Could be. I wonder.
3: Or it could be her own, like she said, personal story of what happened to her and the whole Me Too movement and her having her own uh, situations from when she was nine years old might make her feel like... You know, the story has to be told.
2: Yeah, but you can't think with your your hurt. You got to think with your head. Just because something, you know, happened to you doesn't mean that every, you know... black man in America is doing those type of things.
3: I don't think she said every black man. She's just talking about one in particular who's, she believes the women, and that's what she wants to make it clear, so. All right, Takashi 69 he was trying to get home confinement, and that's not going to happen. A federal judge denied his motion to service 24 months under home confinement. He said that doing the time behind bars is necessary in this case to reflect the seriousness of his crimes. He said he feared for his life because where he's currently being held is filled with bloods. And he's nervous about that. But I can't imagine that being home is that much safer either. I'm just saying.
0: It'll be a lot safer than, I think, being in there where he can't have protection. I I think here he'll have a 24-hour security and police officers all around him.
2: What do you mean? He in jail. There's plenty of protection in jail. You got all the police around. He'll be fine. He work with them, don't he? Yeah. Don't don't turn your back on your guy now, Mr. Officers. Yeah. Once they know where
3: you live and come there, then what? And he doesn't want to be under any type of protective custom, like none of that so his security already said they're not going to be working with him anymore
0: yeah, that's that's I sure He could pay somebody to do that. Somebody will take that job. Nobody
3: is trying to put their life for somebody real. On somebody me.
2: will somebody take, gonna that take that job. personally.
0: it's definitely. It's absolutely.
2: Absolutely. I'll be nervous
3: to hire somebody too because that somebody might be working with those somebodies that want me.
2: It's he'll some, ha- some, some ex Navy seals, absolutely. military absolutely. veterans that don't care about police officers about that that'll stuff. definitely take that yep. job. Question: though,
0: Um they don't provide you that protection in jail after you snitch. Yeah, I mean he's he's in prote- he's in a, in a jail with a bunch of snitches, so they they feel that he would be protected, but I wouldn't want to play with that. Mm. Not at all.
3: All right. And they also just put out a picture of him, a recent picture of him and his girlfriend. Mm -hmm. So I guess that's recent. All right. I'm Angela Yee, and that is your Rumor Report. All
0: right. Thank you, Miss Yee. All right. Now, don't forget, Ask Yee is coming up in a little bit, 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, you can get on the phone. But next... Donkey today. Who are you giving that donkey to, Charlemagne? Hey man, you know I can hear y'all out there right now.
2: Here you go, Charlemagne, talking about black or white again. Well, here's a nice teachable moment for some of you white people. Okay. It's a nice teachable moment. This is another example of why you shouldn't use
0: the N-word. All right. That's all. We'll get into that next. Keep it locked. This the Breakfast Club. Good morning. not
5: you get donkey at the date? You dumbass. You get donkey at a date. You, you,
1: you, you are a donkey. <laughs> it's time for Donkey of the Day. Donkey <laughs> of the Day, huh? I'm going to fatten all that shit around your eyes. They
0: want this man to throw them blows, man. They wait for Charlemagne to tap these gloves. Let's go.
7: They have to make a judgment <laughs> of who was going to be on the Donkey of the Day. They chose you. <laughs> yes. It's
2: a breakfast club, bitches. Who's Donkey of the Day today? Donkey of the Day for Wednesday, January 22nd, goes to a white battle rapper named William Wolf. Uh, never heard of him before this week, but I'm not into a uh, battle rap like that. Okay, I'm only doing this donkey because it is a teachable moment. See, William Wolf is a battle rapper who, for whatever reason, is always trying to justify his use of the N word. Uh, last month, according to Hip Hop DX, drop on the clues, boss, for Hip Hop DX. I love Hip Hop DX. My man Trent Clark, what's happening? Uh, according to Hip Hop DX, William Wolf was battling a rapper by the name of T.D. Barry at the Gates of Garden Battle League, and he addressed the topic of the N word in a rap. Let's hear it. All this dark skin versus light skin. Shit. What was the point
4: of Brown versus the Board of Education when in modern day, y'all diss and kill each other over a slight difference in pigmentation? But I can't use the N-word in the hood.
1: Well,
4: that's news to me. When he say it, it's a term of endearment. When I say it, it's racist. Cut the foolery. I don't say
1: that in the hood to oppress your people. And that's cool to me. I use that word strictly as a street term to represent the unity.
2: Okay, let me break this down in a list tongue language you can understand. Uh, William Wolfe is talking about dark skin, light-skinned beef. He thinks that we kill and diss each other over pigment. And what's the point of Brown versus Board of Education if we're going to do that? Okay, Brown versus Board of Education was the ruling that made state laws establishing racial segregation unconstitutional. So basically, he's saying, what's the point of being uh, integrated if we're just going to fight and fight amongst each other? All right. Then he said, when black people say it is a term of endearment, when I say it is racist, cut the foolery. He only uses the N-word as a discrete term to represent unity. Uh, see right then and there, William Wolf, somebody should have told you to shut the F up forever. As I was playing those clips, our white camera guy, Steve, was just shaking his head like, what the hell is wrong with you? You wasted good white skin. Okay, as LeVar Ball said, stay in your lane. Like, sir, the N-word, sadly, is a black thing. And you just wouldn't understand. Do I agree with it being a term of endearment when black people use it and considered racist when white people use it? Yes, I do, because I understand context and context matters. Do I wish black people, including myself, would just stop using the word altogether because it's a slap in the face to our forefathers? Yes. Okay, all of those things can be true, though. But what I don't need is a white battle rapper chastising me or my culture about it. Now, William Wolfe is just another in a long line of white people who are willing to die on the hill of the N-word. Why? I don't know. Okay, but he was in a battle rap recently. Uh, this rap went viral over Twitter. And he learned a lesson that I think everyone everyone can learn from, okay? You can say whatever you want. You can use whatever word you want just as long as you're willing to deal with the consequences of your language, okay? William Wolf learned that lesson during his latest rap battle when he tried to take things a step further than he, than he did at the gates of the garden. Uh, let's go to Rick Smooth's Twitter page for the report, please.
4: I leave everybody
1: hanging over your shoulder still. I can old school bump them with the shoulder still or shoulder still. Box him up. You want the David Blaine or the Holyfield? Either yeah. way. Either
4: way. What else? Is, it's
1: tragic at the end.
4: David Blaine, Holyfield. I got magic in these hands. I ain't like these other battle rappers. They talk too much. I can't use that word in this battle. My nigga, I just call you.
2: He got punched right in the jaw. Right in the mouth. As soon as he let that N-word fly. Okay? What happened to the magic in the hands? Okay? (laughs)
1: Too much goddamn mayonnaise.
2: White people, you got to respect your jaw. Okay? I don't know why it's a term of endearment when black people use it, but racist when white people use it in the exact same context. But it doesn't matter. Okay? Your lack of pigmentation makes all your N-word privileges null and void. Now, listen. Once again, you can say whatever you want to say. Whenever you want to say it, just as long as you're willing to deal with those consequences. But, William Wolf, listen, you are already a Taurus in this thing called hip-hop, this thing called battle culture, okay? All of this, all of that is a black art form, all right? You are a guest in that house. Being that you are a guest in that house, respect it. Simple as that. Respect the people in that house. Why would you think that's okay? Why would you try to push the envelope in that manner? Yes, battle rap is all about saying the most disrespectful thing to your opponent. As a white man, you have to know one of the most disrespectful things you can say to a black man is call him the N-word. So I have to ask, was that your intention? If your intention was that level of historical ancestral disrespect, well, then it's no secret why you got that disrespect returned immediately. Okay? Look, white people, I'm just trying to assist you here. All right? I know Michelle Obama says when they go low, we go high. But some people, when you go low, they're going to take it to your jaw. All right, and that's exactly what happened to William. Please let Remy Ma give William Wolf the biggest hee-haw.
5: Hee-haw, hee-haw! You stupid mother! Are you dumb?
2: What's even worse is you just was talking about how magic your hands are. You just say you can get the blame of the holy field. What happened to the hand action? Once that, once that, 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 that fist connected to your jaw,
0: you never seen it coming. Respect your jaw, King. Mm-mm-mm. All right, well, thank you for that donkey today. Mm-hmm. Up next, Ask ye. 800 585 1051. If you need relationship advice or so any type of advice, hit ye now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. What,
1: what, 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 what
2: you want to know? Baby mama issues? Need some words of wisdom? Call up now for Ask Ye. 800
1: 585 1051. The Breakfast Club. Come on, Relationship advice, need personal
2: advice, just need real advice. Call up now for Ask Ye. Keep it real.
0: Morning, everybody. It's DJ N V Angela Ye, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. It's time for Ask Ye. Hello, who's this? Anonymous. Okay, what's your question for Ye? Okay,
5: my situation is this. I have a family member who um has said and done some things that um are really irking me. Uh, I can give a few examples. Like, there are some things that happened in my past that for most people it would have broke them that it said it built me and made me better. The family member is telling just people who they just meet, telling them things about me, trying to make me look bad. Mm-hmm. And then there's been a couple of times when I've overheard conversations um, where they're saying things that I find extremely disrespectful. One conversation with was with my significant other where they told him that for their birthday, they wanted lingerie and to get on a stripper pole. What? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So my significant other is like, just keep me out of it. Don't say anything. I don't want to cause any problem. When I say I have been a good person to this person, I have fought people for them. I have pawned things for them. I have literally sold my only vehicle to get the lights cut on in the house for them. And it's to the point where I can't keep holding it in, and I want to punch them in the face. And I'm trying to figure out if I should just punch them in the face or just what to do. Because I'm trying to be a better person, but sometimes it's that one person who asks, you got to kick one good time and then give it to God. And I'm trying to figure out if I should just give it to God or whoop my ass and then give it to God. Okay,
3: Anonymous, why are you holding this all in? Why haven't you said anything? (laughs) <laughs> because that's what I'm. Because I'm being told, oh, don't start conflict. Uh, no, first of all, uh, uh-uh. you know, what's starting conflict? You are not saying anything, and now you want to punch this person in the face. Thank you. That's the real conflict. What you need to do is speak to this person, tell them what you know. I don't care who your significant other shouldn't have a problem with you going back and saying something that that person told him, okay? Because that is your significant other and. That person needs to know. Anything you say to my boo is getting back to me regardless. So you say it to him, it's like saying it to me. So there should be no problem with you going back and saying, you did this, I didn't appreciate that, I don't appreciate this, and I want to know what is your issue with me. Because people do what they feel like they can get away with sometimes.
5: Thank you, because when I told him that, he was like, well, well how does she feel like she getting over I was like, it, it, I, if I know these things that she has said, and it's not just to him, It's things that she said to other family members. It's things that she said to people that she doesn't even realize I know. And they are coming back and I Uh, know
3: these people. I would tell it all. I would be like, I know you said this. I know you said this. And I just want to say, first of all, I do believe that when somebody shows you who you are, who they are, you should believe them. So that should also dictate how you deal with this person moving forward, because that doesn't sound like somebody you can trust. But they need to know that you know, and you need to hold them accountable for that. And you need to sit there in their face, look them in the eye, and confront them about these things, because you will end up punching them in the face.
5: Question: If, like you said, confront them and let know if they deny, and like I said, I have heard with my
3: ears. Well, then if they listen, you can't deny something. They can't deny something you heard. They can try it, but you know what it is already. And if they deny it, that that's just somebody you have to cut off and not deal with. So don't punch, no, do not punch anybody in the face. But I think, you know what hurts more than physical contact? Cutting somebody off. Cutting them off from everything you have going on. Making sure making sure they don't know anything about you. They can't talk to your significant other. They can't come around you. They can't be around you. Because when people talk ish about you, that's more of a reflection on them than it is on you.
5: Okay. So
3: I'm going to try your way, but I might renege.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: <laughs> all right thank you go ahead <laughs> you can't let that build up like that
0: all right ask ye 800-585-1051 if you got a question for ye call her now it's the breakfast club good morning cj nv angela Yee charlamagne the guy we are the breakfast club we're in the middle of asking e. hello who's this hi
6: this is d hey
0: what's your question for ye hey so
6: my question is I have a father that I haven't spoken to since last Easter. It's a whole long story. A bunch of drama with his wife. Mm. Uh, and I just met him like two years ago. Like I was 26 when I met him. He knew about me when I was a baby. told nobody. Mm. And the last time I heard from him was the New Year's. He texted and said, Happy New Year. Only because I text, I called him on Christmas. He answered twice. I mean, he answered. I called twice. And... Um, he texted, Happy New Year. I texted back when to meet up with him. He said nothing. So I'm wondering, am I wrong for not speaking to him because he's allowing his wife to come between our bonds? I was just saying, I just want him to understand how much hurt I'm carrying. I'm 28 years old with kids of my own. Like, they let my kids get involved in everything. And... I haven't been able to like get my point across because I can't talk to him by himself and let him know because his wife is always
3: there. You want to hear something crazy? Somebody I know is going through this exact same situation. She just found her real father, and it was maybe yeah. like a year and a half ago. And she's having a similar problem with the wife, and mm-hmm. the wife is basically blocking everything. She doesn't want them to communicate if she's not involved. She doesn't yeah, want them to see like each she other.
6: Want us she's to jealous. Be like alone, yeah, and. Like, every time I make plans, she cuts them off. So she created this whole giant problem. Like, I met my real sisters and everything. And it's like, because I'm going to be close to my dad, it's an issue. So I got called disrespectful, and I was doing all this stuff to break their family up just because I was asking him, can we spend time alone to get to know each other? Can we just go for a walk in the park? Like, you don't got to spend your money.
3: You know what's crazy? And and then the wife is concerned that she's trying to get in on the will. Yeah, I don't know about that. I just feel like it's more so like
6: she's looking at me as if I'm another woman instead of his daughter.
3: Yeah, she's jealous. She's probably, um, you know, insecure that somebody that is a part of a previous situation that he had that has nothing to do with her is now in his life. And that he's giving attention to another woman and she's not used to it. And she is seem it seems like she's a little bit jealous now i am sensitive to the fact that this is news to her as well right this isn't something that she knew Mm -hmm. about all this time i think
6: so i don't think he told her
3: right so that's on him so the fact that this is something that is probably causing issues in their relationship also is something that on your end you can take into consideration but i think it's extremely selfish of her you know because she hasn't come to terms with this herself to put you in that position. But unfortunately, you can't force him to do the right thing. All you can do is...
6: And that's what I was wondering. Like, should I
3: be... Am I wrong for not contacting him because he is my dad and I should be speaking to my parents? You know, you put it out there. You've contacted him and you've done what you could do. If he's not willing to make those steps... You can't ever force somebody to make those steps. All you can do is continue to have whatever light contact that you do. And when he feels like he's ready to make that, you know, you've expressed it to him. You've put it out there. If he's not reacting, I don't know what more you can do. And I can understand how psychologically right. this would affect you, you know. And like, I feel
6: like a whole
3: child. Like, I'm 28 years old and I literally, like,
6: everything I do in my life with my kids, my relationship, everything gets so affected by it because I'm so hurt. And right angry, and rightfully I'm so, so. i'm holding this on yeah but right i don't
3: know what else to do rightfully so and you know thank god for you that you have your own amazing family that you managed to right. really you know maintain yourself and be a great positive role model for them but i think there's just a lot of things going on with him and his and i wouldn't even if i were you maybe it would be worth it trying to have a conversation even with his wife to let her know look i'm not trying to do this i just put it out there when he's ready to speak to me, that's fine, but I just want to let you know I'm not trying to be any type of financial thing. This is just, if you were in a similar situation, I'm sure you would want to know who your father is. Your kids know who their father is and know him and have had a chance to spend time with him. You know, I'm grown, I have my own family and it would mean a lot to me, but if you have an issue with it and he has an issue with it, I can't force it, but I'm just saying it would be, you know, amazing for me and for everything that I have going on if I was able to uh, Somewhere build this bond. And that's all you can do is put it out there.
6: Right. Well, thank you. I just needed some insight on that because it's been eating me.
3: And, you know, I, I think for yourself, it wouldn't hurt for you to go see a therapist either just about these things so you can come to terms with the feelings that you're having and be able to express them to someone. Right. Well, thank you for your advice. I really appreciate it. Okay, good luck. I hope that he comes around. And maybe it'll just take a little time. Yeah, I feel like 28 years is a long damn time. No, it is, it is. But this is <laughs> this is a newer situation. So sometimes you got to, like, yeah. let some of that, you know, go to listen to where he's coming from and not that it's right at all. But, I mean, there's nothing right about it.
6: Right, right. Well, thank you for your time. All right, honey. I
0: ask ye 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, you can hit Yee. Or we got, help
3: me ye at gmail.com. All
0: right, now we got rumors on the way?
3: Yes, we are going to be talking about 50 Cent and power. If y'all have been keeping up, then you know that 50 Cent has apparently leaked some video footage. I don't know if this is a publicity stunt or if this is really who killed ghosts, but we'll give you some updates.
0: All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club.
4: It's about time. What's
2: going on? Yes. Yeah. Rumor report. Rumor report. This is the rumor report. With Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club.
3: So it's official. Diddy has changed his name legally. Now he did petition to do this uh, last year and the judge signed off on this yesterday. So his name now is Sean Love Combs. So that's his middle name, Love. Brother Love.
2: Sean Loves Combs. You have to always have hair with a name like that. Not
3: Loves. Sean Love Combs.
2: Oh, Sean. Same thing. No, it's not. Sean Love Combs. So you always got to have hair with a name like that. Oh, my goodness. I'm serious. You always... Sean Love Combs. Go ahead.
3: So he's just filled with love. (laughs) Sean Love Combs. No matter what. Now, 50 Cent shared some power spoilers. He was upset, I guess, at Stars, Or this all could be marketing, right? Of course. And he posted, these people that starts bugging out, talking to me like they crazy, like I ain't who I am. They got me effed up. I will put all this ish out tonight. And then I'm not going to tell you what video he posted in case you haven't seen it. But I was thinking about it, and they did say that they uh, filmed multiple different endings. Just in case anything got leaked.
2: No, 50 said that. After he deleted that post and then he posted that, uh, that same article from Courtney Kemp saying that Yeah, exact Courtney same Kemp thing. said. Mm-hmm. It. Yeah, 50's, 50's not dumb. 50's no. not going to cut his nose off to spite his face. No, no. Because no. the, the higher those ratings are, that works for him and all, all the other TV production he's trying to do.
3: Right. So people have been sharing, by the way, the last two episodes. So I don't know if those are the real endings or what. All right, J. Cole. He has uh, just spoken about being tired about rapping about himself and how that all happened. He was on a panel for MLK Now, and he was just recalling getting the book, The New Jim Crow, Mass Incarceration in the Age of Colorblindness. And he said everything he was reading reflected the injustices that he was observing in everyday life. So here's what J. Cole had to say.
5: My homeboy, Adam, who came through the night, gave me the new Jim Crow. He gave me that book in like 20,
4: I don't know, maybe like 2015 or something. And it happened to coincide uh, with a time, it was after Four Hill Drive album, with a time in my life where I was just tired of like rapping by myself. What was interesting was like, I had just moved back home, like uh, from New York back to Carolina. And it
0: was like, I had a whole different perspective of the landscape and some of my friends and the situations that like, the revolving door, like had some of them in. And I'm just like, oh man, so... That tour was a product of that album, which was a product of that book and just a desire to like, okay, let me use this platform to tell these stories.
3: Right. So So. instead of talking about himself, he wanted to make sure that he talked about what was going on in society. Now, Jordan Peele is bringing uh, Jim Crow South to life again in a new HBO drama series. It's called Lovecraft Country. And it's a one-hour drama. It's based on a a 2016 novel by Matt Ruff which follows Atticus Black as he joins his friend Letitia and his uncle George to embark on a road trip across 1950s Jim Crow America in search of his missing father. So you get to see what that was like, and that's going to be coming to HBO, if you're interested. That sounds Mm -hmm. good to me. I'll be watching that. I don't know if you guys saw this, but Adrian Broner looks like things aren't going so well for him, and he posted on his Instagram. I'm sorry I haven't been posting on social media, but I'm going through some tough times at this moment. If you can send me $10 on Cash App, I will appreciate it. And he posted his cash app as well.
0: Was that a joke? Is he playing?
3: I don't know. I can't say. But if anybody wants to cash app him $10...
2: Nah. I I would love to know how much he made, though.
0: Yeah, I thought he just made a couple million when that that last fight he did.
2: I would love to know when people uh, see... You know, guys like him in those positions do they help out? Because you know, he's the guy that's balling on Instagram, always stunting on people. Mm-hmm. Do you have empathy for people like that if they are in that position? Which I don't think which I don't
0: <laughs> think he is. No. But he used to have empathy for people though.
3: Maybe if you're a fan and you a really? post, you'll give me 10 do because, you because, know, you
0: know, a lot of times we don't know how to invest. We don't know what to do. We see, we, if you don't learn, how, how, how do you teach yourself?
2: Yeah, but he...
0: If you never see it before, you know?
2: Uh, A.B. stunts on people on he the does. gram. In a hard, hard, hard way. So if you saw somebody like him go broke. Would you really come to his aid with money? Nah. Exactly.
3: <laughs> <No>. <laughs> well y'all aren't cool with him like that yeah, though. So like maybe that. people that are really tight with him or support. But he's asking the general public. Yeah, he doesn't. Yeah, but I'm saying if somebody's a fan of his too, maybe they'll give him ten ten dollars. He might be looking at it like if five hundred people give me ten dollars.
2: Listen, maybe. You just can't stun on people like that, man.
3: All right. Uh, Kim Kardashian, she was on Jay Leno and she actually, well, when she was on Jay Leno, he's actually the one, I don't know if you know this, they came up with a name for their daughter, Northwest. And she was having a, a conversation with him, and that's how it even happened. Here's what she said when she was talking to Kylie about it. Um, Noreth took me like a week to name her, but I
1: actually got it from Jay Leno, who made that as a joke. I and mean, you liked it? Like, I was like, no way. I would never name my daughter that. Like, I said that on his show. Everyone
3: was coming up to me like, it's such a cool name. You should really think about it. And then Pharrell had like all these meanings. So that's how Northwest got her name. She actually went through how they named each of their kids also. So
2: that bum-ass airline don't get no credit? Southwest? All you did is change the direction?
3: No. Nah, Southwest doesn't get credit. N- not at all. All right. Meghan Marco's already upset about paparazzi in Canada. She was hiking. <laughs> Didn't I just tell y'all this? She was hiking, and the paparazzi got pictures of her and her son, Archie, hiking, and they did fire off a cease and desist letter to British, uh, well, previously to British media outlets. Now, they're trying to do cease and desist letters for what's happening in Canada, but the laws aren't as strict in Canada Uh, as they are in the UK.
1: I
2: said this earlier this week, like, and wait till they come to America and they start getting... It's going to be a lot worse. Like harassed by paparazzi. Like, everybody and their mama is going to be stalking them Mm -hmm. every day because they're going to want to see how common they are really living. It's only going to get worse for y'all.
3: Yep. Now, she was in a public park at the time, so it doesn't look like she has any basis for a lawsuit. But what they did say is that you took that picture with one of those telephoto lenses, and that could potentially mean you had an expectation of privacy. I don't know. My so goodness. that's the only way they could possibly make that happen. Don't
2: waste your time, don't waste your energy, Megan. Uh, y'all about to drive yourself crazy trying to fight paparazzi.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report.
0: All right, Revolt. We'll see you tomorrow. Everybody else, the People's Choice mixes up next. Let's go.
3: Morning, everybody. It's DJ
0: NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now don't forget, just add water. I will fly away. Have you got your tickets yet?
3: If you didn't, you need to get them. Aren't we doing a um a giveaway also? Yep.
2: We definitely are. Yep, we, yep, are yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. we are giving away a free trip. Will we are giving away a free trip. Where we going, Charlemagne? Maya Rivera.
3: Riviera Maya. For <laughs> staying you at you don't the, don't the Hard Rock. <laughs> That's
2: Ivy Cousin. Drop on the cruise box for Ivy Rivera. You don't know Maya? Oh, my goodness. That's where
0: we going. Oh, my goodness. Well, we are going to Mexico June 4th through the 8th. If you want more information, just hit up the website, thebreakfastclubjustaddwater.com. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's a flyaway. We're talking parties, comedy shows, podcasts, and more. If you want more information, hit up the website and get your tickets because it's selling out fast. Yeah, all right?
2: and, and, the, and the biggest thing that people need to know is that you can pay in portions. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, you don't have to pay all of it now. So, you can pay a little bit now, a little bit later, and a little bit before June 4th. So, right. that, to me, that's a very, very affordable trip because, you know, if you're booking these vacations a lot of time, they want half up front.
0: You know what I mean? Absolutely. So, and where are we going again? Maya Rivera.
2: Riviera
3: Maya. <laughs>
0: all right. All right, when we come back, we got your positive note. Don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, uh, Charlamagne, you got a positive note <gasps> for the people?
2: I do, man. I just want to tell everybody that strength doesn't come from what you can do. It comes from overcoming the things you once thought you couldn't do.
4: Breakfast Club, bitches. You all finished or you all done? we out of here.